What is going on, beautiful people? My name is Josh Mokti. I am an aspiring entrepreneur documenting my journey. And in today's episode, it is 12 before p.m. on 12 30 2019. That means two days left in 2019. A little bit scary because I don't feel like I'm ready and I still have a lot of things I feel like I need to do. Um, but that is besides the point right now. I'm in a weird mood. I'm like, I haven't even showered. I just got up um, like an hour ago, if you will. And yeah, we'll see how this episode goes because I am, I usually like want to reflect. I don't give a shit right now. About, I just want to do things and get things done, but I am doing this. So anyways, we'll see how this episode goes. Um, hope this comes out well though for you. And I hope this brings you a shit ton of value. And honestly, I have no fucking clue what we're going to be talking about. So let's get right into it. What's been on my mind? Stress around having conversations that I'm too scared to have. I've been pushing off some conversations. It's not very smart and it's been weighing on me for sure. Um, I don't recommend, I recommend just having the conversation, but I'm, I'm just being exposed for how much I don't like awkward confrontation right now. Thinking a ton about like my life as a whole in terms of like bringing 2019 to a close. How am I doing that? As well as like, what am I going to be doing in 2020? Defining clearly what my objectives are, my vision, reconnecting with my vision, all types of things like this. Um, oh yeah, just, just basically auditing a shit ton of my life right now. Um, so that I can have a successful 2019. This is very important to me. Oh, I, yes. Okay. Shout out Neuroforce. That's what I'm going to pop because I just realized why I haven't taken one and I have a shit ton now. So this should help things along with caffeine. About to be flying. I'm excited. Okay. What were my favorite wins? Did a lot of like around the house stuff, which is strange for me, but I was putting it off for so fucking long. I decided let's do things like clean my room a bit. Um, it's still not where it needs to be, but things like keeping caught up on laundry and like properly shopping for myself at Costco. Um, I am just trying to be more deliberate about my day to day stuff right now and not letting things slip too much because that has fucked me over in the past little while. Posted a couple of reflections. That feels really good. Um, I'm so close to being caught up. It feels really fucking nice. Things are about to get very R-rated though. Come reflection 70. And yeah, I'm, I'm curious about how that actually will go. So we'll see. We'll see with that. But um, also recorded my 2019 reflection. That feels fucking great. Um, I feel like I was missing like some things in my reflection for that. In terms of like... I wish I had more time to cover like what didn't work, challenges I was going through, but I was just like highlighting like where I grew, things I learned and stuff like that. That was the main goal there. Um, and as well as accomplishments. So I, I'm not, I might add some, I'm not sure. We'll see how it all goes, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I also created two posts for Instagram. Feels good. One was a gallery for reflecting in terms of like inspiring people to ask better questions on their year end, as well as a baby Yoda meme. I'm trying to just get better at just posting whatever I feel like posting. 
and um, hoping in 2020 I stay consistent with things because I've fallen off so badly. I just can never stay consistent on on micro content for whatever reason. So would like to continue improving on that. Uh, continue to improve on that rather in the uh, the coming year. Holy fuck, I can feel caffeine slowly building in me right now. Successfully handing all of the pressure that came with um, December 23rd, December 24th, December 25th, and December 26th at Starbucks. Like, it's funny to think that Christmas Day was the least crazy of those days. Like, December 23rd was a fucking mess, but we had a lot of fun. As my, as my Alyssa and I, we just had a fucking laugh that day. Uh, it was hilarious, but it was absolutely chaotic. And up until, yeah, up to that point, it was the most chaotic day I've ever been a part of at Starbucks. December 24th, a little bit less chaotic than December 23rd, but still like very consistent throughout the day, nonstop. December 25th, pretty chill overall. I went to the drive-thru, which was amazing because I got to wear pajamas and I was like, this is the greatest thing. So enjoyable. I also tried out drive-thru, which was really cool. Not that hard. Um, I thought it was going to be way harder than it is. It's <clears throat> very aligned with the basics of Starbucks, so not that hard at all. December 26th, holy fucking shit. That was like the craziest day I've ever been a part of for Starbucks. Everyone and their brother was at our store for whatever reason. So I was literally laughing at points with how many people were actually in the store. It was fucking mental. Like I was on till for, thankfully, because I was just like, I did not have the energy at that point because I opened, but I was like still there. I'm like grateful that I'm on till instead of being on bar for that because I just did not have the mental capacity to craft drinks at a high speed at that point. So, but I was just literally laughing at how many people were in our cafe and waiting for drinks. It was fucking bananas. That and like, I feel like we had a nonstop line to the door at like 3 p.m. because of happy. It was just the most ridiculous thing. Anyways. The accomplishment here is I survived, took it one step at a time, and actually had fun with it, which I'm I'm glad I did. Also dug deep and made sure I continued my lifting streak, if you will, of three workouts per week in terms of uh, lifting weights. But the why I consider this an accomplishment as compared to like a usual thing, which is what I normally do, it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday this week. I almost just didn't do it, but I decided, hey, like it's Friday, it's muscle testing as ideal for me to do this. So let's do this anyways. Let's do it Friday, Saturday, Sunday, instead of the Monday, Wednesday, Friday, which is what I normally do. So I just dug deep and just did it anyway. Now I'm taking a day off. Excuse me. I'm taking a day off right now. It's Monday and I am going to resume tomorrow, I think. So there's that. <laughs> what worked? Gifting without expecting anything in return. This is so much fucking better. Like when I say gifting without anything in return, I'm, I'm talking about even reactions. I try to just detach from everything and just give and almost just forget about it, anything else. I'm down. Makes me feel good. I hope the other person likes it. But like if they don't, not too fucking rattled about it or concerned, really. Obviously, I do want them to like what they have, but like just got to detach from those reactions and I feel like this is a good practice to do so because it's applicable to every area of my life. Smirking and laughing at people when they try to project their bullshit frames on me. So I'm specifically thinking about customers that like start to get like irritated and rattled. Um, when they're in that type of space, 
it's actually just like really funny to me because how the fuck can you get so fucking mad? It's literally coffee, motherfucker. Like it just, it makes me smile. And I, it's funny. I think it's hilarious because they like want me to be pissed and they, they're like coming from this place of just like emptiness, if you will. And it's just like, I feel empathy for them at the same time. I'm like, motherfucker, you are not going to ruin my mood. So it's just funny to me that you're even trying to everything like that type of energy. And it's just like, come the fuck on person. Like you're not going to pull me down. Quit your bullshit. Stop. Compl- stop your like, like just, they, they have no empathy. They're just, it's whatever. And their patience sucks. And, um, I'm th- specifically thinking about like one customer who's just like, he like gets very pissed if you can't like, like I, w- I had no idea what the fuck he was saying. So like, and he was just getting rattled and I'm like, bro, like I'm trying here. And they just, they forget that you're trying and they just, I don't know. Maybe they think you're a fucking dumbass. I don't know. Whenever people think I'm start to think I'm like a dumbass and start to project that frame on me, I just start laughing because like they have no fucking clue. They're very confused. Period. End of story. They like people who think I'm dumb do not understand what is going on in my brain whatsoever. And I'm okay with that because that just leaves me in underdog territory. And that's great. Like underdog territory is fucking underrated. I will gladly be the idiot, quote unquote, and then come up and absolutely destroy everyone from behind. Not in a like taking people down type of thing, but just like I will be a big surprise and I'm okay with that. Prioritizing sleep and energetic tasks and all that jazz before actual work. The way, so the when work is occurring, it is fully going to be based on how your foundation is in that moment from like, are you fully rested? Are you properly like fed? If you will, are you properly hydrated? Are your thoughts correct? Um, are you breathing correctly? Are you thinking correctly? I already said thoughts. Never mind. But, uh, how's your energy? Like physical energy, metaphysical energy. Um, what else, man? Um, is there like something that's eating at you emotionally right now? How can you stop that? Because, the more like aligned you can be with whatever you're doing, the better work you're going to be creating. So like if I have a headache, which is what happened like last, last Saturday, I think, I think I had a headache or no Sunday. I think I had a headache and I was like, fuck this. I am not going to prioritize work right now, even though my, every part of me wants to, but I need to start with me first. I need to take away this headache so I can be effective for the rest of the day. Otherwise I'm just operating in like, first gear, if you will, when I could be in sixth gear, it's just smarter to be pro or not proactive. It's smarter to just work on your foundation first, because that's going to project elsewhere, like outward towards your actual result and whatever you're working on. So you've just got to start with your, with your foundation first and foremost, and prioritize that over actual work. I think using Neuroforce, this right here, great supplement. Sponsor me, please. I am not sponsored right now. But using Neuroforce uh, and a little bit of caffeine, shout out Starbucks and stuff like that, um, for getting more done. Like my brain is in a better place when I, like I'm much more focused and I have much more energy. This is not like have caffeine in it, this supplement, but it just gets your brain in like this very focused state. 
And I feel much more effective when I take one capsule. So um, I am not a doctor. I don't play one on the internet. So consult your doctor and shit like that. But this has just been very useful for me in my experience. And I just ordered a shit ton because they're that good. And I've, I would honestly, for the for a while there, I stopped taking it because I was like becoming ultra cheap and I just didn't have the money. So, but now that I have a little bit extra cash, I just got a 120 package, if you will, like 120 capsules. They're fucking good. So I am probably going to start integrating this on a daily basis, potentially maybe like adding two a day and just making sure I'm getting that focused time with effective, effective um, action because it's that fucking good. Watching content purely so that I can get ideas for potential content I want to make. I was watching um, Naughty Step the other day. I've never properly watched through an entire video of his, but I was like, fuck, I want to see how he's doing this because I'm intrigued by the idea of making dev step content. So yes, it's awesome to just go like and do your thing completely without any, any like limitations, walls, guide, whatever the hell you want to call it, um, where you're just like creating from a blank slate, if you will. But it can also be useful if you have an idea of what potentially people are doing, because you can start to like build upon what they have and then use it as inspiration. Yeah, so you can use it as inspiration, steal their good ideas, make them even better, and then go make your version of that. And um, I might do that with dubstep content, so we'll see. But it just expands the horizon and you can see from a, a different lens than if you hadn't done that. So I'm grateful I'm doing that. I also started with uh, Esther Perel last night because I was fascinated I, that she's actually created a podcast based on therapy sessions. I'm like, oh my God, that's so sick because I've always had this idea of doing meeting podcasts. So I'm like, how could this, how could I apply something like this to my own? I just have a lot of content things I want to be doing in the future, in the near future specifically. And I'm just very curious on... Um, how I can do this even better. So very intrigued by these content ideas right now. What didn't work and how can I improve it? Being too in the future in terms of like concern slash worry and not being present enough. I have found myself doing this a ton recently, especially with like hard conversations because I've just been procrastinating on having hard conversations with certain people and I've just been like super scared and, um, but I need to find my, I need to remain present. So asking myself where I am in terms of like past, present, future, and then doing things like starting to touch things around me. Like this is my bottle and this is my laptop. This is my shirt. This is my hand. And it starts to bring you in the present. This is my finger now. Did I just say finger? Is that even? A, anyways, I, I'm going to stop right now before I say some really dumb shit. But anyways, um, yeah, I uh, I just keep finding myself too much in the future, worrying about other people's POVs instead of my own and projecting like negative fantasies in the future. It's not fantasies per se, but just like um, negative visualization about the future for sure. And then I forget my, I'm where I am and I just lose track of the present. And then I'm creating headaches for myself and other shit. And it's just, it's not, not a good thing. So just getting present is key. However, I choose to do that. There's a million different things that touching thing is one, one thing to do, but there are a ton as well.
staying away from Starbucks bar for too long. I was putting myself on till and CS for a lot. And actually not only just me, like my manager and another chef were putting me on that a lot. And I'm like, okay, that's awesome. But like, I felt myself start to regress. So I've been on bar more recently just because I need to get practice on that. Especially with like the way Alyssa just throws me in and I fucking love it. It's great because I do want to get practice and I want to get better and I feel like I am getting better, but just, it's hard to get better when you're, when you're not doing it. So anyways, it's been better since though, and I'm grateful for that. Letting people in my family belittle me. This is so fucking dumb. I, I honestly, my actionable here is to start because when I'm just so sick of people trying to bring me down and take me down. It's just pathetic, honestly. So if you're like coming at it from that place, like you have some shit to work on. And um, I might just start chirping people's insecurities, honestly, if they're going to do this to me. Like I might get meta and I don't mean like bringing up their insecurity. I mean, like start telling them why they're doing what they're doing and just psychoanalyzing people in real time because I have no fucking time to sit there and get belittled. And I can't do this in a customer service aspect, but I can do this with certain people outside of work. So, um, might do that, might just continue being the bigger person. We'll see, we'll see what I do. We'll see what I do, but I really don't like when people try to make me feel really stupid. And yes, I laugh about it a lot of time, but like, I, I like, I sometimes actually feel like I shouldn't be laughing at it. And when I'm not at work type of thing, um, cause it's a different energy. Whereas like, I just, yeah, I'm going to move on. Anyways, point is there start meta narrating insecurities. <laughs> cause that's funny as fuck working a job low key killing me right now. I've got to figure out things with business and I've got to get prime priorities and goals straight and just dominate because I'm not built for a job. That's very clear to me right now. Hmm. Laziness at night. I like my action boy wrote down for this. Make another list, do the list. It's really that simple. Like I love having just a list and just powering through it. Feels so fucking great. Great motivation tack tactic, if you will, just for getting shit done. Make a fucking list and then do the list one step at a time. Can be small, can be big. Just depends on how you want to write it. Find out what works for you. And then just get shit done. It's really that simple. <clears throat> Letting people complain. I'm, I'm so sick of people complaining. Like we are so blessed. People lack perspective. People are not that thoughtful. Um, I wish people would complain less and talk about people less and do less drama and shit like that. It's just so part of working a minimum wage job. It's unfortunate, but, um, yeah, I don't like to complain and yet I've still found myself complaining more in recent memory. So I've got to work on that myself as well. And as well, when people start complaining, directing the conversation in a more positive way, because that's up to me to be able to positively influence things. And I haven't done a great job of that recently, both for myself and for others. Leaving workouts too late in the week. Like (laughs) I left it until Friday, Saturday, Sunday this week. Just don't do that. (laughs) That's the first time I've ever done that. Just please do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Is it really that hard? No, the answer is absolutely not. Just fucking do it. God damn. Talking behind someone else's back. I was talking to 
one shift supervisor about another shift supervisor because I felt like belittled and overcoached <clears throat> and I should have went to him directly, but I didn't. And then it came out what I said and then he didn't feel great about it. And then like, it's just, I should have just talked to him. It's just so much smarter to be direct um, instead of like talking to others about, I mean, I was talking to others mostly because I just didn't know how to approach it, but it probably would have been better just to talk to him directly. And I'm noticing I have a lot of things to work on in regards to talking to people directly right now when it's confrontational in nature. I thought it was really good at confrontation. Maybe not. So I'm just being, I'm <laughs> learning that about myself right now. Uh, yeah, so just be more direct with people. Procrastination on getting things started with my new types of content. First of all, just catch up with reflections. I'm very close right now. But like after that, start taking small steps today. And also just look at the root causes of why I'm not, why I haven't finished or completed any of those cycles yet. Um, or even just started is what I'm trying to actually say here. <laughs> but uh, step by step, every single day, moving forward a tiny little bit. And I'll be able to check off those uncomfortable things. And more, be also being okay with like having like zero, zero subscribers to start or whatever with things like TikTok, for example, or and LinkedIn. And like, I yeah, absolutely just looking at the underlying causes around things like that would also be insanely useful to my progress. What were my biggest lessons? <sighs> Sometimes all that is required is just a tiny bit of caffeine. I am so known to have like a ridiculous amount of caffeine on a single shift of Starbucks, but that's at Starbucks. When I'm at home, I just don't think it's the greatest idea to just drink a shit ton of caffeine. I was experimenting yesterday with like the idea of just having a small coffee. Actually, I had half a small coffee. I was using an instant, which is 130, Starbucks instant is 130 milligrams of caffeine. So I split that in half and I did two cups or two separate things, if you will. And like that works great, especially if you're fasting, it hits you on such a different level. And like for me, that like zero to a hundred phase is a big jump, but like a hundred to like 600 is not that big of a jump for whatever reason. I don't exactly know why, but I find that when it's in lower amounts, I can use it in like a pick me up type of way. So I had that the first half of the coffee and I was like, yes, let's, let's go. Let's start flying. If you will, even though I wasn't actually flying, it was just like a little bit of jolt of energy. And then when that wore off a couple hours later or whatever, I added the other half. So another 65 grams of, or milligrams of not definitely groundhog grams, milligrams of caffeine. And then it was just, it, it basically what the lesson here is like, I do not need to absolutely get myself caffeine wasted and just go absolutely fly. Cause like I did that and I did that like on Monday or whatever last week. And it was just such a bad idea. I had such a big headache after it, And I was just, I had drank way too much nitro and I was just on full tilt and I crashed so fucking hard. So anyways, I'm just noticing that my productivity is better when I drink less. So just, I'm considering, I would suggest for you, just analyze your caffeine, your caffeination system and consider you might need to take a little bit less um, to get the maximum output and use it as a pick me up rather than a let's go full tilt all at once. It's worth considering. 
It might be in my best interest to stop positioning myself as an aspiring entrepreneur. I am noticing that these, okay, so like these are not very entrepreneurial focused these days. These are more like focused on my journey and like philosophy and what I'm going through and how I'm reacting to things and responding to things and where my head's at um, a lot of the time. <clears throat> so this really has nothing to do with entrepreneurship. And I think Cher is um, one of my subscribers and he he commented and it just like kind of just like shook my brain up around this a lot. I'm like, fuck, he's actually right. Like I was curious about what he was saying because he, he was saying that like he wanted to see more entrepreneurial content from me in short, raw type of fashion. I'm like, okay, I don't really necessarily know if I agree with that. But the underlying message there was like, if you're going to be positioning yourself as a, an aspiring entrepreneur, which is why he subscribed, he told me that, then I should be putting out more entrepreneurial content and documenting my actual entrepreneurial journey. And like, I haven't done a great job of directly doing that right now. Yes, my job is indirectly preparing myself for entrepreneurial shit. That's very clear. But at the same time, I need, I might have to start positioning myself in a different way where it's like, Hey, maybe I'm not an aspiring entrepreneur. Maybe I am just documenting my life journey here. Like what exactly am I doing? So I'm the whole point of this is just to like start positioning reflections very differently. Um, because it's what is relevant to me across all aspects of my life, not just business related. It's just my place to document anything that is relevant to my journey in this current moment. And, um, yeah, that is absolutely the case. So, yeah. The worst kind of humor is humor that brings people down. I was experiencing on my dad's side, multiple family members trying to just bring me down and like absolutely destroy me on a, on like, they probably thought it was like a fun level, but like it's, it gets pretty fucking boring pretty fast. And I honestly do not usually have the energy to like fight back. I usually just take the higher road and cause like I've had ample opportunity to chirp them, but I was like, fuck it. Let's just be the better person here and do what's right. And, uh, and, uh, we'll see how that plays out. But yeah, man, it's, it just really just shows if you are, if your humor style is around bringing people down and trying to make people look stupid or silly or whatever, it really shows that generally speaking, you're fucking insecure very insecure internally and you literally need to start bringing people down to make yourself feel like you're bringing yourself up that's so fucking pathetic and i feel for those people because you guys are so broken on the inside um it really sucks so yeah i hope that if you have that type of style you analyze it and adapt and change that because like you're not you're not fooling people who are good at themselves. People who understand what the fuck is good can see right through your act. Like that would concern me if I was in your, in your position. So consider, <laughs> consider changing that. The cheapest way to get refills at Starbucks is through an espresso shot. I basically learned this from a guy named Marquise. He's a regular at our store. And like, I always saw him do it. I just didn't know why he was doing it. And then I tried it out. I'm like, holy shit, I got a dopio 
and I get free refills after that, that's insane. So, and also while I'm at it, undertow. I learned this from Melissa, one of our chef managers, chef supervisors, whatever the fuck you want to call them. It's amazing. I'm so grateful she showed me this. It is basically an elegant espresso shot where you have vanilla first, so like one or two pumps, and then you put like an inch of cold milk or half and half or whatever the fuck you choose. And then you pull the shots, but you do it in a way where the spoon is like upside down. So it like creates this undertow effect kind of thing. And, um, and then you chug it in a way where it, you take it all in one go type of thing. And it's insanely good. It's like a, it's just like a, a party of temperatures and tastes and I fucking love it. I'm obsessed with it right now. And uh, massive shout out to Alyssa for teaching me this. This is just so damn good. So anyways, in terms of like refills though, I would start off with that type of drink. And then after that, you can pretty much get anything that's like not like a latte or a refresher, uh, which excites me <laughs> because there's a shit ton of free things you can get. Um, I also love teaching people about free refills. Fun fact, it's amazing. It's going to take a small amount of money in terms of expenses to support a lifestyle and a ritual on a daily basis that is supportive and what is the word? It's yeah, supportive of my goals and my dreams and my vision and move me moving forward on a daily basis. For the longest time, I was so obsessed with not spending a single dime on my day. Um, now I can see that's not the most useful thing to to come at it in. Um, it's much better if I am thinking about it in terms of like what am I getting from this from this uh, expense, if you will. If it's worth it. So for example, like the supplement, I was talking about Neuroforce. This cost 50 cents per capsule. So I'm spending like a dollar a day. Caffeine, I'm probably spending like one to two dollars, maybe three type of thing. Unless I like actually buy stuff from Starbucks, which probably doesn't happen because I get like five, five free drinks a shift type of thing. So not necessary. But uh, yeah, I... Where was I going with this? Yeah, I'm going to have to have expenses that are, they seem like they're money going out, but they're actually bringing in money in. So like having clean clothes for when I make content for, or when I go out type of thing, um, having a car to get me places or using a bus, like these are things that are money that is going into something, but because I'm getting a good enough ROI, it's actually worth the investment that I'm paying for. I'm just thinking a lot about this right now. My mindset's changing a lot in this area. And it's um, it's fascinating because I was so obsessed for the longest time with not spending anything on expenses and trying to live as cheaply as possible. Now I can see that was not the way. And going forward, it, I will be more okay with spending money because I know it's about the value I'm getting, not necessarily the dollars that is going out. The thought counts more than the actual gift. I was noticing that like, it's like, I'm not fucking out here spending like dollar dollar billias. Like I was spending like under $20 per person and it felt good to, to give gifts, especially being detached from all the gifts, but just being able to give and hopefully give something that they wanted. Like, I feel like people like, Generally speaking, people really appreciated their gifts 
And I was like, that That was awesome. It was really cool to see because I haven't given gifts in so fucking long. I think it's been like five years or something stupid. Um, and I'm glad that people appreciated things. But I think what they appreciated more than the actual gift was like my thoughtfulness behind what I was getting them. I was trying to get them something that was useful and something that they would actually use in their day to day. So like finding out what kind of coffee they like, what kind of tea they like, how they drink their tea and their coffee, seeing if I could support that at all and like get a specific kind for them. Um, but what I think is more important than even that is just the fact that I was getting them a gift. Um, it's that reciprocity behind that. Not that I'm trying to give for the sake of getting leverage or anything like that, but just giving for the sake of giving and yeah, just giving because it feels right. So anyways, felt good, but I ultimately think that like the, the thoughtfulness counts way more fucking more than the actual gift. Like it's just less about the actual price tag and more about the actual act. It is worth it to sacrifice yourself for the greater good. I saw Star Wars this week and it really just brought this home even more. It was originally planted in like Endgame and I was just, yeah, man, it's okay to be like an invisible hero on the journey as well. Um, it doesn't need to be all about me. I can do things that ultimately sacrifice myself for the achievement of the vision and the mission long term. And like, I saw that happen in Rise of Starwalker multiple times, as well as especially Tony Stark in Endgame. Um, so yeah, I'm just fascinated by that idea right now because it's relevant to my life. Because <laughs> if I want to achieve things on this earth, which are fucking huge, I have to be able to sacrifice myself for the greater good sometimes because it's not all about my quote-unquote goals my quote-unquote vision it's also about like sources vision and the world at whole <sighs> so it's been fascinating l l thinking about this a lot right now and just pondering like yes it's actually not all about me and it can be very a very good thing to sacrifice my life, my energy, my time for a greater calling, if you will. So we'll leave that here. Going slow to go fast on bar. So I find myself, my bar just gets messy as fuck. And like, this was very clear <laughs> on Boxing Day where I was like, laughing at the list. I'm like, my bar just gets ridiculously messy. And she's like, yeah, I think that's what you have to work on next. I'm like, yeah, you're probably right, honestly. Um, and it's funny because like, I've heard the saying from like Darla, everything has its place and everything, what is it? Someone along the lines of like, everything should be in its place to speed up the process. But because of the way Darla teaches, I just, it never actually properly landed for me. And I never saw the importance of it. But the way Alyssa teaches me, just like, it just works so much more. I don't know. I, I don't exactly know 100% why, but her teaching style just resonates with me so much more. So basically what I learned from this is that when you take a second to slow down and clean things, put things in their correct spot, um, it will improve your actual speed in a net score when you're on bar because you're not like looking for cocoa powder for 45 seconds. It's in its spot. You can quickly sprinkle it put it back where it, where it came from 
And then whenever you need that cocoa powder again, it's right fucking there. So having everything where it should be is going to overall speed up my bar process. And as well, just it just is a better feeling having a bar clean. And my thing is a fucking mess right now. So that's very important lesson in terms of like my bar, my bar development, one of my next steps easily. So thank you, Alyssa. You're a gem. What challenges did I experience? I had the situation where like I thought I could mark out all of my things at once in terms of like the Starbucks, you get like a pound of coffee a week type of thing. And I thought it was a rollover type of credit. It's super not. Anyways, I was irritated, especially because like the girl I was dealing with on my team, she ended up, I think, telling our district manager. So our district manager was in the next day to talk to me about it. I'm like, could we have not just talked about this yesterday? Um, between us, like, why do we need to bring in someone after the situation was clearly dealt with? And I now realized I was wrong and, um, and I got bad information. Was it that fucking hard? But no, we have to in- instead involve a fucking DM. I just lose respect for people very quickly when they just start to bring things outside of where they need to be instead of just dealing with them internally. Drives me fucking nuts. <laughs> One of my shifts saying that I'm behind the development, that didn't feel great. Um, I respect that he told that to me though, but I don't, it just, it didn't feel great. Made me feel like, am I even fucking good at any of this? Except at the same time, I'm getting mixed messages because other shifts are like, they do not see what he's seeing at all. Also just getting continuously called slow is not useful to my, to my development whatsoever. And another shift situation, um, where one of them thinks they're better at customer connections than me. I'm like, oh boy. Can we stop trying to teach? Like, I swear I'm the fucking king of our store at customer connections. Like, even Michelle was like, um, it is, you're too good at a customer connection. I'm like, thank you so much. I appreciate it. This means a ton to me. But it's just, it's frustrating because like, how the fuck can you think you're better at customer connections than me if you're just checking a box? Frustrating. Anyways, he can't see it. We can both be confident, I guess, in it. I don't really give a fuck. Actually, I kind of do. But... <laughs> The point is, I'm fucking better at customer connections, period. <clears throat> Procrastination on having a conversation with a girl where I ask her, what do you want? Because I'm scared of it all crumbling from there and having that like awkwardness. If it doesn't, if we're on different pages and I'm like, oh, that's terrifying to me. So I've just been procrastinating and it's killing me on the inside. And I'm also pretty sure I keep waking up with headaches and I'm not sure if it's because of this or it's because of too much sugar, but it's probably because I still haven't talked to her and I'm just like pushing away reality and honestly just being in a fucking dream world for this bullshit. It's not a good thing. I'm not proud of it in the least. I had this one girl who was very, very um, hurt because she thought that I was only doing things like giving a shit and caring about what she was saying um, and like listening purely because she thought I wanted to hook up. Like she is of the type where she is not sexually free enough where a hookup can be like, okay. She's like, that just doesn't not, that does not exist for her. Instead it has to be like a full on like relationship. Um, and there was a disconnect and I didn't want to pursue it anymore because I know that she felt, or I knew that she felt that way after we talked, but, um, Anyways, there was just like a miscommunication and then she was just like, 
she felt super hurt and thought I was only doing things because I wanted to hook up with her. And that's just so not the case. Like, if you don't understand where the fuck my head's at, it's not fucking that. Like, I care just because I care. That's it. I'm just a fucking caring person, okay? So, like, the fact that she thought I was doing all that just because I wanted to hook up was frustrating because she clearly has no fucking grasp of who I actually am and what I'm actually about because anyone that knows me knows that, like, I just... I just give a shit so about people in general. So I don't know. That was really irritating. But uh, yeah, time will tell. She'll eventually realize that she was wrong. But like, yeah. And I guess, sure, I she was hurt. But like, <laughs> I just, what, I, I don't understand how you can't understand that I am just wanting or I, I care about people first and foremost and then hook up with people because I care or after like if that makes sense I don't even know anyways where did I grow the most getting better at handling pressure when intense individuals are at our store so like our store manager or a district manager or like certain shifts absolutely getting easier to handle that pressure that comes with that um, I've also like had a lot of detachment around leaving Starbucks. So like not even detachment, I'm detached around Starbucks and I'm like very let, like, okay with leaving to, um, to pursue business stuff. I'm going, I'm not going to like let myself leave until I, or I'll, I'll have a job until I'm, I have some type of cash in there, but I'm just like mentally done with things and I could leave at any point now. Whereas like before I didn't want to leave, but it's uh, now I am feeling much more chill around things about leaving. It's been real, but um, I'm ready to go do stuff with business like very badly. Growing my character for sure in terms of like the the three day workout thing at the end of the Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Like I really didn't want to do that, but I just dug deep, did it anyway. And it felt good. I'm glad I did that. Um, also handling the pressure of Boxing Day at Starbucks. I was fucking insane. And honestly, just like the Christmas rushes in general, like all that shit was crazy, but handled the pressure quite fucking well. Keeping my 2019 reflection shorter. Holy shit. I'm trying to simplify things. And like, I did find myself going in a few loops and rambling a little bit, but nothing too crazy. And I'm getting better at keeping things shorter, but boy, I have a long, a long way to go. Anyways, making progress in the right direction and uh, trying to keep it off a pedestal as well. What am I obsessed with right now? The idea of leaving Starbucks. <laughs> Fuck. I'm just so ready to do something with business. I I don't know. I, uh, I just want to sustain myself again. I want, I'm not built for a job by any means. Um, I've really enjoyed my time there. And the fact that I even say there just shows me how disconnected I am from things right now. I definitely do not want to be a shift. That's very clear to me right now. Um, at best, barista trainer, but I need to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> I will do whatever it takes in business to get myself out of that place. Um, but fuck, it has been such a pleasure and fun time at the same time. It's this strange dichotomy going on right now. But uh, I'm just, I'm gone mentally. I, I really am. But I'm still going to have fun with things. But anyways, everything doesn't matter nearly as much as I used to think it does. 
Babu Freak, amazing character from Star Wars. He has like, he's definitely in like Baby Yoda um, rankings for me, for sure. Like, I fucking love Babu Freak. Um, I, I was losing my mind laughing in theater when I saw that. And I've like most days since just like watched Babu Freak highlights of that movie like on a daily basis because it's so fucking funny i love that character he's adorable and i just it's just too good f mug holy fuck i li- <laughs> look at this it's a literal mug that has an f on it from indigo i posted this on my story probably like three months ago whatever on starbucks um my starbucks collection so you can check that out and i it's like right outside of our starbucks attached to the indigo type of thing or in the Indigo attached. Actually, we're attached to the Indigo. Besides the point. Um, I wanted this for press F to pay respects. And as soon as I saw the F, I'm like, this is mine. Just a matter of time. And mom got me it for my fucking Christmas. And I was like, holy shit, this is the greatest thing. I loved it so much. Oh, uh, fuck. It was great. And I still love this mug. It's beautiful. I almost like never want to give it up. My electric burst toothbrush. Holy fuck. That thing is a beast. I feel like every time I'm done brushing my teeth, they like, I feel like I just went to the fucking dentist or something. It's, it's insane. Um, just next level cleaning. I'm loving it. I think it was like 70 bucks or whatever online is like, I was expecting a way higher price tag because of the value it's bringing. I'm obsessed. Highly recommend if you're interested in an electric toothbrush, you check out Burst. It's it's insane. I'm loving it so far. It makes me want to brush my teeth more, as strange as that sounds. <clears throat> Medusa by Serpents. This is fucking insane. I love this song so fucking much. It's just like the epitome of what I love about rhythm right now, which is these like telephone noises I've talked about in, in times past. It's like almost like... I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just insanely, it's insanely nice um, rhythm sounds from all aspects of that song. And uh, it's amazing because Medusa is like my nickname in Montreal for a few people because of my hair. And it's like, well, Tony came up with it. And it's like, my hair is Medusa. And there's like headbanging snakes. And when you look at me, you turn into a dubstep head if you will a bass head like that type of bullshit um anyways it was just amazing that they put out a song called medusa and then it just happened to be that fucking good and uh yeah i love serpents as you guys know i fucking i swear i talk about serpents all the time they're so fucking talented or skilled rather not even talented they are skilled af and um yeah i love it i love this song wish it was on apple music but serpents do not like a Apple Music or Spotify, apparently, and it, they just decide to sue me left, right, and center with that, but it's okay. Life goes on, for the most part. Okay, Reflections 71 in the books. Appreciate you watching and listening. Hope this was entertaining. I hope this was interesting. I hope this was value-driven for you. Hope you got some interesting perspectives, some things you can apply to your own life and your mindset and as such. Um, that caffeine is really kicking in right now and, uh, yeah, I can feel myself like low key shaking. I almost like want to just lay in my bed for a second and just ground myself. Anyways, if you got enough value from this, if you enjoy this enough, if any of those things, 
please do me a favor, subscribe, join me on my journey, and like this, comment below what your biggest takeaway was, and uh, share this with a friend who you thought could also enjoy it and get value from it. So, without further ado, my name is Josh Moxie, and I will catch you later. Later.